Another crazy story? Come on, AC. I was hanging at the court, just playing some ball, working on my game. Yeah, we heard it all. I heard the fans screaming. I thought it was for me. But then I saw a shadow. It was 12 for 3. It was Shaquille O'Neal. What? What did he say? How about some one-on-one? -on -one? You wanna play? I told him why not. I got some time, but when I beat you real bad, trying not to cry. Please, Aaron, are you for real? One-on-one, Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah, 34 center from the LA Lakers. You must have been nervous. I know I could take him. Stared at Shaq, psych him out. Said, O'Neal, you're in my house now. Start the game, the whistle blows. Pay attention close as the story goes. It's like, boom, boom. I put it in the hoop like slam. I heard the crowd screaming out jam. I swear that I'm telling you the facts. Cause that's how I beat Shaq. Boom, everyone. Slam, everyone. It's time to slam. Time to jam. Uh, what else is there to do? What else are we up to today? Um, jam. Jamming would be good. I already said jam. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm so into the song. I can't. I can't oh, turn sorry. it off. Here, let me just... Oh, no. <laughs> so loud. Stop it, Aaron. Stop it. You're a liar. Okay. I don't want to spoil it, but he does keep playing and does... The song is called How I Beat Shaq, so I guess that kind of spoils it from the beginning. Lying motherfucker. I've seen Aaron Carter. I've seen him. Yeah, he's, no he hasn't had a great honesty record. <laughs> honesty record in the fucking trash. Sorry, Aaron. You're canceled. Canceled, buddy. Cancel culture. Has it gone too far when you're taking down Aaron Carter? All right, here's oh, the part of the stream where I have to I have to check if our voices are actually coming through. Oh, yeah. Where Sound good? Come? Yeah, you're in there. All right. It's working this time. That's great. That's all I need. Howdy, everybody. Hey. Uh, what have you been up to since, la since last? Are you recovering from summer? <laughs> uh, I have watched <laughs> an ungodly amount of Friday Night Lights. I oh, mean, it's, wow. it's oh, a okay. problem. It's a problem. Your, are you watching with your good buddy? Taylor, is Taylor Kitch on the couch next to you? No, like, Taylor. Yeah, Tay this scene, not with me here. Um, first of all, he's tremendous. He's tremendous in the show. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. I mean, it's over the span of six or seven days. I've seen probably thirty-five episodes. <laughs> Forty. These are not short watching. episodes. Yeah, are, I mean, I, it's been so long since I've seen it. Like, I was enthralled with it when I was like you know 11 but is it like more corny now but still fun or is it actually in like enthralling drama simultaneously both it's actually oh, exactly great. what you want it rides the line beautifully where Excellent. it is like um if you watch a lot of it in quick succession it's very easy to start to see through it and realize that it's just a really really well done soap opera but there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just uh -huh. a perfectly executed soap opera. No. Oh no, our linebacker's paralyzed. Or is he? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're I gonna make he... listen, mate. You're gonna make it in that league. You're going all the way. <laughs> I don't I don't I, I you're the best damn linebacker I've ever done seen play on this field. But you're gonna make a liar down. out of me. Um there has to have been like nine seasons of that, right? There are five. There are five seasons. Okay. All right. And I am deep into the fourth season, and it is still just as good, and I cannot believe it. <laughs> it's a really an issue. Uh, what else? Yeah, wasn't what Taylor, else? Ki Taylor Kitsch was like the real kind of dirtbag, but he was really good, but he just didn't give a fuck, right? It's exactly right. It's okay. exactly right. I can't, I can't believe you have seen, seen this show. Well, my uh, parents watched a lot of it, and I was just sort of on the couch, you know, hanging out. Yeah, uh, it's really something. Um, 
not not much else really going on in my life other than that. Uh, I'm just just watching a whole lot of Friday Night Lights. And you know what? I don't remember a lot about that show except for there's one episode where they have like a team roast and they do a comedy roast of each other. <laughs> I don't know if I'm there yet. And like some of them are funny and then one guy, one of the players gets up there and he's like, hey, give it up to what's his face for sleeping with the coach's daughter. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the first season. That's that's, uh, that's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's a good, it's a good ass bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it keeps happening. <laughs> it just, <laughs> it keeps happening throughout the show. Like they just end up with like, you are you kissing my daughter in my driveway? Are you having sex with with my daughter under my roof in my house? How many I, dudes fuck that daughter? Uh, just just the one. Oh, okay. just the one. Um, my number one celeb crush right now is Kyle Chandler. I'm not saying I would fuck Kyle Chandler, Kyle but I would Chandler. definitely let him come in my ass. Okay, so you wouldn't. Oh wow, he's that's a mature <laughs> fetish, huh? I look. I will spread it and let it go into my asshole. Oh no! But he's not allowed to puncture it. Why him? Why? I mean, he's what? a he's because a handsome he's, fellow, but it's, he's so wise. He's so wise, and that he is just, true. He is very he wise. fixes everybody's lives and lifts everyone around him up, and a leader. Oh, so is that powerful. The, wait, is that the actor's name or the character? Kyle Chandler is the actor. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Just wondering if you would, you know, because you can have a. There he is. Yeah, look at that shirt. Beautiful hair. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else? What else is going on in my life? Um. I had a I uh, I had a twenty minute conversation with a girl yesterday. Ooh. And now my and I'm, that's my month is ruined. Is that uh, is it a new work girl? Yes, intern. Uh, was it a good conversation? Fucking, you, you got me, man. You think I have the? You think I have the the? Uh, perception to to figure that out what did you talk about she just kept asking me questions and i don't know is and i'm just i just know i'm i'm gonna that's my thing i'm gonna be doing now is just thinking like what is i don't why what, kind, she, what kind of questions i i've i have about, spoken to girls my life semi-recently okay okay displaying, i've spoken to girls semi-recently <laughs> displaying interest in you as a person huh I yes. I, I think. think that means she wants to fuck. Okay. Next, next next time you have a conversation with her, go in for a kiss. I'll literally never. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, you sound like an ex. Yeah, that's that seems like sound solid advice from a smart girl man. I am your Tim Reggins. I am the one. I am the dirt bag that with a heart of gold that's giving you bad advice. <laughs> and uh, I welcome yeah. it. Um. Well, okay, so she was asking you questions about you. It sounds like small talk. You need to start slipping in lewd, lewd things in all your conversations, especially oh, yeah. since she's to a, a coworker. To a, co- to a coworker, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if I know anything about working in an office, it is that slightly sexual comments are totally okay. But then you have to work your way up to patting her on the butt, you know, like locker yeah, room right. shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea. I know I know exactly who in my department is riding the line of sexual harassment. And I think as long as I keep it right under him, I should be good, right? As long as he's not fired. Um, are you friendly with HR? I've never met them. Good. That means that you don't exist to them. They'll Great. be like, excellent. Um, I just got a really creepy comment from this guy, Declan. 
Who? We, we have a tackle in the works here. Yeah, we don't. We have no records. I was. The, I was. <laughs> we went to this. We went to this work outing, and uh, and I usually don't go to those. But a guy asked me if I wanted to go, and I panicked and said, "Yeah," because I wasn't sure if it was the kind of thing that was uh, mandatory or if people uh. would get mad if I wouldn't go or whatever. So I had no idea if you were supposed to go or not. So I ended up uh-huh. going, and I got there. And a, and a lady asked who I was, and they go, you know, he's been here for three years. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's like office space. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I have a really bad track record of fucking coworkers. So, I, I mean, it's... Bad meaning uh, <laughs> none or a lot? According to HR, it would be bad. Uh, okay. Page, HR wouldn't appreciate that. Oh, oh my God. I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but I... But <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I... I slept with one girl. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I don't, I don't know. A coworker. I've slept with one of my coworkers. Yeah. And then oh, your current. No, this is this is this job. is it. The job that I left. Um, okay. slept with one of my coworkers, and then things kind of cooled down there, and I'm like, all right. And then I slept with another one of my coworkers, and then they became friends, and then and then found out that I had, had slept with both of them. And uh, it it made things very uncomfortable, but uh, mm. they're both still there. I'm not. <laughs> good, good for them. Uh, yeah, that, the, only that thing, was... the only thing I know about my HR people is that when I was going through orientation, they gave a presentation about you know all the guidelines, and they like about five minutes after the dude got done with the section about not doing inappropriate workplace innuendo. Uh, he went on he went off on a tangent about how good his husband is at twerking. And uh that's <laughs> I feel like that's just sort of the most prototypical HR thing you could possibly dude, manifest in the in the world. You know, I, uh, but, I was in a fever dream. I was like, did I create this? Is this a is this a straw reality that my brain has has made? The the uh at the job that I was just talking about HR was also the general manager of the store. So I mean, just, just yelling. <laughs> I feel like there might be a conflict of interest there. It's probably a fine bit. now. I Dude, don't know. You know what? Like to, to cons- consider what I've done, that is a minor transgression as far as that business is concerned. Like we've had like, I mean, there were like dozens of employees that left because this one dude was just on a terror. He was just on a, on a sexual harassment rampage. And <laughs> That's how you want to do it. If you're going to do sexual harassment, you just got to commit. You, it's how you create a culture of sexual harassment. I think you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to be <clears throat> passive aggressive with your sexual harassment, like um, kind of on off, you know, this is, uh, this is unrelated, but it's, it's like on the topic of sex stuff. Um, obviously, uh, we're no, in no way affiliated and have no vested interest in the success of Andrew Yang's campaign to be, pr- be no, president of the no. United States. No conflict of interest here. Um, that being said, I w- if I was in his advisory team, I would strongly Stock suggest drops to zero. I would strongly exist. Uh, it says uh, yeah. that he um, he should start advertising on Pornhub. He he should like absolutely just go to every corner of the internet Uh-oh. and start advertising. Uh oh. Uh oh. You there? Hello. You there? I'm here. Okay, I think I cut out for. I think I did that thing where I cut out for twelve seconds. About okay, That's well, be fun. Here we go. In the uh, a- Andrew Yang, Democratic president, Democratic 
primary candidate. Yeah, for, you said you should advertise on Pornhub. Yes, he should go to every corner of the internet and start advertising there. And I think he would have a more successful campaign. He He's catering to a specific group, but he needs to go further. Sorry, Mage, we're back. I think. Wait, let's check the strat- status. Yeah, it looks fine. Um... Yeah, I don't know. He he uh, he disavowed the the meme machine, so he's he's fucked. Ah, uh, yeah, he's I'm screwed. Um, Mage Mage just mentioned that he is uh, deep deep into Final Fantasy fourteen. It seems like we're Apparently gonna lose. Is. We're gonna lose a generation. It's gonna happen again. It's gonna be a World new... of Warcraft was Ex- like basically yes. an opioid epidemic for about six or seven years there. Serious problem, and people, I think people just died because they stopped peeing. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, left their baby in, in the in a in a you know in a microwave. And uh, I mean, the thing is now is that these people playing Final Fantasy fourteen have way less responsibilities, so they can get they yeah, can get away like, with it for longer. Uh, yeah, no, I. Damn, it's probably real good. I wish I could play something, but yeah, Sam asked me to play. I was like, no. Get it away. You're scared of it taking over your life? I'm terrified. I gotta finish I gotta finish games. I gotta finish Dark Souls. I gotta play Metal Gear Rising. Oh. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah, you do. I heard it's okay. Uh, um I uh finally this is my last update on my life at this point. So obviously sure. a lot of Friday Night Lights, but the beats. more importantly, I'm finally at the point in Sailor Moon where there is a second Sailor Scout. Um Wow. Finally, we got her, Mercury. She's here. You're finally uh, eight episodes <laughs> in. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, <laughs> it's still just as enjoyable. Uh, I I am watching. I kind of find myself wishing I was watching the terrible dub now, uh, because there's a lot more of the friend character than I had anticipated, and her yeah. voice actress is just amazing. And and the other one. Yeah, but, they provide different nostalgic experiences for sure. Uh, did you know the movie we watched today had a dub? Uh, I did because the uh, totally legitimate copy that I watched had uh, an English audio track that I immediately turned off. Oh, okay. I watched the first 20 minutes or so as the dub. It wasn't bad enough to keep going or grab sound effects or anything. Yeah. Know. Yeah. It's just kind of mediocre. Um, yeah. But uh, yes, we did watch a movie today. It's movie day. Motherfuckers. Motherfucker. <laughs> Still. Uh yeah, we decided to find a movie, and we what we we landed on uh cu- colorful cut cut Fudu. Yes, twenty ten. <clears throat> twenty ten, not my best year. What? Uh, not great for this guy either. Hmm. Uh yeah, twenty ten. Directed by Hara Keiji. He did a bunch of Doraemon and Crayon Shinchan movies, I think. That explains the, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to give up the ghost here, but <laughs> kind of explains the, the mental state of this film and the maturity in which everything's delivered. Um, you're making stuff for literal children. It's, it's a, it's a, yeah, I don't know. It's a drama. It's a, this is a family drama, but it's like, it's one of those anime movies. It's like, barely anime because it's you know because it's a it's like a grounded family drama kind of like mirai you know almost there mirai was a bit more fantastical in anime yes but this is one of those things where it's like this is animated but it's just kind of a movie um sunrise though you know sunrise they do the they do gundamu 
Yes. Um, uh, Sunrise and Ascension, who did a lot of Duel Masters, I guess. Hmm. Hold um, on. Duel, Duel Masters is not Yu-Gi-Oh, right? No. Duel Masters is a separate... Duel Monsters is Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, this, this is based on a novel by Eto Mori. A uh, novel from 1998. Uh, Eto Mori, it was the lady who wrote Dive. Remember Dive? No. Remember Dive? <laughs> Remember Dive? Is, wait, wait, is Dive, Dive the free ripoff thing? Yeah, the anime they made a couple years ago. Yes, okay, yes, I do remember Dive. That was based on a novel by this lady. So, so this is diving. It's, I mean, what? so this is diving. Oh, is it, that you, a line from the show that you remember? It's, yeah, I'm sure. I'm they sure probably say, so, there's probably a shot where he's, there definitely was a shot where he sees dudes diving and goes, Of course. <gasps> yeah. Yes, it's, for sure. it's very much one of those pieces of media. It has to be. Um, and, uh, and yeah, this is a movie. I don't know what's colorful in the movie. It's not about that. Um, but uh, what I don't know. Should we do the Should we do the red letter media thing? Should we just Should we just uh, say what we thought of the movie before we describe it? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. Okay, you go first. Um, I I uh, thought this movie was a goddamn slog. I thought it was. Totally unlikable. Uh, I utterly despise the main character. Mm-hmm. All of the characters that are on screen are like weird baby face frog people. So it doesn't even like look very nice. Uh, character actions basically never line up with what the current apparent current emotional state of the character is. And also like there are these weird sequences where they try to animate a lot of like internalized thoughts and then it ends up being like a bunch of weird, disparate kind of gross facial expressions that don't look great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I was supposed to feel at any point in the movie. There's a lot of like really inappropriate and out of place things in here. Like at one point, there's like a 10 minute tangent about trains. And then one of these characters is a prostitute just because she likes stuff. I despised it. I despised this movie. And I was going into this thinking like, because you had sent me a, a a post from somebody who was like, if anybody who anybody who likes this movie is uh, you know is up their own ass or whatever, um, yeah. and I'm like, oh, it's probably a little bit poopy pants, you know, they're probably it's probably too deep for you, and uh, I honestly think that this is just so painful to watch. Uh, I, it's just torturous. Yeah. What do you think? I love this movie. <laughs> Dude, wait, what? <laughs> yes, we finally did it. Okay, okay, we okay. Finally did it. Finally. I had a feeling. I, I thought it would be the other way because you have a you have a really strong bullshit meter that goes off way faster than mine. And, yes, but to me, like I, I'm willing to put up with a lot of shit. But how did this happen? Usually, it's the other way around. <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, you loved I, this. I I must have related to it somehow. I, the first third of it is a slog. You are right. But once things start, the, I think like the last half, uh, I just uh, I just thought I just thought it was it was great. That especially I, that's the funniest part is the the ten minute train segment. Like that was like my favorite part of the okay. movie. Where. <laughs> You know, it's just everything. He's so fucking depressed. I want to kill myself after watching the first two thirds of this movie. And then he meets this guy 
and suddenly there's just a train montage and i'm feeling train nostalgia out all of a sudden i don't know fucking know why look, but look, look, it. It, I, and the thing is, is like i don't mind the train like the train nostalgia stuff i enjoy but i felt like i was just ripped out of the actual narrative of the movie and i like i was kind of kind of having trouble reconciling these two very disparate things going on yeah it's a weird way to just show that he's like making a friend basically and, yes and, yes and, and enjoying something that he enjoys but yeah, it's just like, hey, here's some fucking trains, you know? But by, by that point, he was such a sad sack. And he was such a miserable fuck. And and yeah. done, rep, like, repulsive things in a way where, like, I just couldn't root for him anymore. Like, I, I and I wasn't even, like, invested in him as a character uh, up until that point. But, like, there were certain things that he did that uh, made made it actively impossible for yeah. me to like him the the reason that i was able to put up with that is because i think the entire premise is that he needs to be redeemed and that's why he's in this situation in the first place so every time mm -hmm. he did something like really like shitty and annoying i would just be like okay well i guess you know, he's supposed to be like that because otherwise, why, would, why else would you get reincarnated but we should probably explain what's going on in this movie okay 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 i just uh, uh, yeah no what, what, do you have a thought to finish yeah i was just thinking that um I, I think that they just went too far in certain places to where I no longer was able to want him to be redeemed or think that he could be. That's all. But uh, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, so uh, the movie starts out um, in this very dark sort of crypt place. And there's all these, all these CG dead people walking around. And uh, it's like first person. This little boy approaches uh, the camera. He introduces himself. His name is Pura Pura. And uh, he's like a little dapper uh, fancy boy. Big feet. I hate his big feet. I don't know why they drew his feet so big. He looks normal otherwise. Um, it's, uh, he's, everyone here is a spirit. And uh, this particular spirit that we're looking at first person is, uh, first of all, all its dialogue is, is uh, on, on text. You know, it, it, like screen blacks out and you see the text of what he's saying. Mm -hmm. But, um, He's chosen, he's getting uh, placed into the body of a child who has just died so that he can be, he can do some kind of test slash redemption thing to see if he can Before we go uh, too far away. get reincarnated. Yeah, what? Before we go too far away, this opening sequence reminded me of like Morrowind. It reminded me of like a, like a fucking Elder Scrolls game for some reason, just because like, there's like these jank yeah. models moving around. And then also it's in first person. He's explaining like basically the state of the character. And I feel like a lot, I've, I, I don't know, I can't name any off the top of my head, but I can, there have to have been anime that it just, you know, starts out with like scenery and then black screen with text, you know, dialogue. Mm. Yeah, but I guess it's purgatory or, or whatever. So he takes a, he takes an elevator down to earth and, um, and he, yeah, he gets put into the body of um, this uh, junior high school boy who has just committed suicide via drug overdose named Makoto, something Makoto. And uh, he wakes up, in, wakes up miraculously in the hospital um, from his parents' point of view. And, uh, and he, you know, figures out who he is and he, you know, finishes his time in the hospital, mm -hmm. goes home, um, Hangs out with the family a little bit. They're surprised that obviously he's acting different uh, because he has 
uh, you know, he's not, he has no memories of the yes. kid's life. And so, I, I like, I kind of like that aspect of it where like people immediately pick up on the fact that he's a radically different person. Yeah, totally. Cause he's polite, you know, and just sort of yeah. normal. Um, and then, uh, he goes up to his room after having dinner and, uh, gets, we get some more exposition from Pura Pura, who's going to be like his guardian angel that no one else can see, you know, talking to do stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's these, these first, there's some of these scenes are just weirdly directed. Like this one is just weird. Cause there's zero music. That, <laughs> there's a lot of that all. throughout this movie though, where there's just scenes with no music and I'm like, yeah. give me a little bit of something. Right. Yeah. Um, I think so, that might've been in part, part of my issue with the pacing of the movie is, as well as like, it just feels like there's times where it comes to a fucking screeching halt. Yeah, pacing and, and and yeah, my I don't I definitely don't do not like every aspect of this movie. Sure, like sure, it, sure, ha- sure. it has basically no style or directing competence. Everything is super flat and muted. There's like there's no aesthetic creativity or anything, any any striking visuals, you know. It's it's a uh, it's kind of see what you see is what you get. Sure, sure. Um, but uh Puro Puro lets him know that uh, so, uh, that uh, some of the things uh, Makoto saw in the days before his death, he saw that the girl he has a crush on in school is doing uh, Enjo Kosai, <laughs> which means she's paying old dudes. Uh, she's getting paid oh. by old dudes to fuck. Um, and mom is getting dicked down on the side by her uh, flamenco instructor. Yes. Uh, so that's... Uh, I don't know why he had to tell... Him that wouldn't I feel like it would have been more interesting if he organically figured was figuring out why this kid was depressed throughout the movie, but he just sort of lets us know those ones right off the bat. That would have been a decent first act, huh? Yeah, maybe instead of just uh, just just telling him straight up. Yeah, um, I will say though, I those the prostitution thing is a little far. I think it's a little ridiculous, but uh, far. I, I just I I think like based on the character that we end up meeting, it seems like. A little too out of character, and you think so? Outside the realm of credulity, but I will say the mom cheating thing is a really potent idea as far as like having to to learn to move on and and uh, forgive somebody for a transgression of that severity. It is that that's pretty tough stuff, and and I think it's really interesting. Oh yeah, everything I learned about this kid's life just made me go like, oh yeah, no maybe yeah. I feel you, bro. Hmm. Um, not that I, I'm just, I, I don't think my mom has any flamenco instructors, so I think I'm good. But, um, and then, and there's also some weird, like, he, uh, you know, he, sp- he spends more time with his family, and after he's learned these things, he starts acting depressed, and he's acting depressed, and he also he tried to kill himself like a week ago, but now his family is like, hey, what's up with him? You know. Uh, which you think he'd yeah, be like, like they think yeah, he's, he's miraculously better. Yeah, they're, suddenly they're surprised that he's sad. You know? Especially uh, since they were supposed to be keeping an eye on his mental health. But yeah. um, there's one thing I have to say is that at one point during his peak of his depression, he just stays in his room for like three days. And mm-hmm. as far as he knows right now, I mean, obviously, I don't think it's t- a terribly guarded twist in this movie that this character is in the body it's it is his own body he's being put back into his own body this is makoto who's 
res, you know, resuming control of his body. But see, um, that's also why I liked it is because I'm stupid and I didn't think of that. Okay, because this I, is most, I figured I that feel like the you, first. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people with an IQ with who are smarter than me, maybe IQ seventy one or higher, probably would have picked up on that like instantly. <laughs> I don't know if I was under or overthinking it, but I figured I knew obviously the soul had to be someone we knew because there was no time left in the movie to to introduce us to whatever soul is inhabiting his body yes. and, and elaborate on him or give him development. So I thought, okay, if I had to have guessed, um, I probably would have said it was one of his friends because I I would have bet like since it's like magical time isn't an issue so like maybe sometime in the future one of his friends died mm. and then they put his soul back in his friend's soul so that he could finally help him out. It sounds like you. It sounds like you're overthinking it. <laughs> and, well, I, and, I wasn't thinking that during the movie, but I was trying to think of what I would have thought after I saw it. Time and that's stuff. That's what I would have come slipped. up with. Time stuff was definitely in my head, but um, I basically immediately as soon as he woke up, I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> uh, just. Jesus. I don't. I don't know why. I, I. I. I'm usually not that good, but there must. This movie triggered something inside of me where I was like hypercritical for some reason. But uh, oh, damn, I love. I'm so glad I'm stupid. So that because that moment at the end got that pian that piano chord. I was just like, oh shit, yeah. Um. Uh, not that I was like super sharp, but I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's good. That's so that has to work out. But the point I was making was that. Uh, so as far as he knows, this is somebody else's life that he's entered. Yeah. And he has zero stakes in it. So I honestly might just piss this wife away. Just, might just might just spend. But then he doesn't get reincarnated. He has to pass the test. Oh, by the way, yeah, his, his challenge is to figure out what his sin was in his, in his previous life. Yeah, but, but he doesn't have to. He, he didn't even want to go back anyway. Like when we were in, in the initial like kind of gray room or like the purgatory or whatever. He was just perfectly content to keep walking and go into the end, you know. Yeah, but once you're, well. in a, once you're in a body and you're back on Earth, it's probably hard to it's probably hard to actually just say, "Yeah, I'll die," you know. Yeah. Uh, well, not just not just kill yourself, but instead play a whole lot of Final Fantasy fourteen online. That's what he should have done. Yeah, is he should have. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Well, uh, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that have been interesting? I mean, in my quirky, weird <laughs> version of this movie, where where he's like picking stuff out of his ear constantly, and he's like really kind of strange. He's definitely like spends a solid two months playing nothing but like MMORPGs, and then the angel character has to tell him like, "Hey, you've got a mission," or whatever. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm on a mission right now." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm level ninety nine, bitch. I'll tell you what my fucking mission is. Yeah, I exactly. Kill, I gotta kill eight rats. Everybody, everybody's ca- just catering to my every need because I just killed my, you know, attempted to kill myself. I might as well make the most of it while I still can. I mean, th- this does have a scene that's basically the Spider-Man three scene where he's like, "Yeah, fuck it." He buys cool sneakers and he gets yeah, spiky yeah. hair, you know, <laughs> which in Japan is about as ridiculous as like you know standing on a bar table and playing the flute or whatever. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the movie. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, so yes, now he's like sad because he's like, "Damn, this kid's life sucks." Um, so, um, it's, uh, he decides to go to school, um, and that's, this is when I was afraid, because I was like, oh no, is it going to be really bad bullying? Ended up being not that bad. Um, bad meaning, like, just, like, not realistic, because I hate that shit. Um, but, uh, you know, he's acting somewhat normal in class, which, which is fucking flabbergasts everyone. Um, 
Another thing that bothered me a little bit, his internal monologue doesn't sound internal enough, and it confuses me. That There were times during this movie where I'm like, is he saying that out loud? Yeah. Put a few more echo effects on that bitch. You need some reverb on that bitch. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's just freaking out that he's talking at all. Um, and uh, then he goes to art club. It turns out kids in art club. Um, and uh, he, we, meet, uh, we meet the whore girl. And we also meet uh, girl number two, who is weird, autistic... I don't even know if I would say autistic. She might just be straight up retarded. I, she, this might be a special. She is my saving grace in this movie. I, I loved, love, ev- I love I loved so every second she was on the screen. And that's the, he, <laughs> he fucking hates her and he's ah, so angry to her. Ah, it kills me. It kills it, me. It killed me too. But like, that's the, you know, I, it would have, you know, yeah, I was like, fuck, why is he mean to her? But like, he's supposed to be an un- unredeemed, a cursed soul so you know I, I guess. guess he is going like i i guess i just wasn't willing to give him that much you know like mm. he, he i he's just a total unrepented fucker <laughs> like and, and I was, well i was just like yeah oh, they be better fucking fix this and he kind of does so i you know yeah I yeah i, I mean yeah i i i guess it's just it was so mean-spirited for so long that it lost me like I need glimpses. I need glimpses of humanity, right? Like because it doesn't really feel like there's any goodness in him until the last act, right? Yeah, the last third is when is and, when and, you get that basically. And and then I'm like, why can't I get a glimpse of like some sort of humanity in this kid, right? Like give me a little bit of something, like an internal monologue thing where you know it reveals that maybe he he thinks that he's being a little harsh or anything, but but there's that, none I think, of that. I think after you get the not really twist, but like reveal or whatever. You're like, oh, this is a 11 year old kid. Like, it's like kind of, he's an asshole. Oh, he's got ze- he's got zero actual morality whatsoever. Oh yeah, because no, he's, he's not. But, but I guess he's, he's supposed really. to be like 13 though, or like because he's in his third year of third year junior, junior high. high. So, uh, oh yeah, so I mean 13. You know, like fucking. He's, not that I was any better. I mean, I was just a giant fuckhole until I was like. Yeah, you get to the well, end, it's like, oh, okay, he's a monster, and now he's gone through this this heavenly crucible that's that's made him slightly less less uh, of an asshole. <laughs> you know? Okay, I mean, I I I guess I uh, I don't know. It's it's movies, <laughs> you know. So maybe maybe <laughs> maybe it I expected a little bit little bit more out of my character, but uh, I I can understand why you would continue to follow him down this. Um, yeah, so. But. Uh, uh, adorable retard's name is Sano Shoko, and she's like stuttering and she's hideous. And um, but she's really she was obviously invested in him or sort of friends with him before, and now and she's very clearly on to the fact that he's totally different. And she's pestering him about it, being like, "Why are you not doing this? You know, you're not you. Everything about you's wrong. You know." Can and we mention his painting really quick? Out. His horse painting? Yes. Uh, so uh, his painting, it's kind of like a, I wouldn't call it an abstract piece. Uh, there's no. lots of like subtle gradients and stuff in the, of a horse well, it's underwater. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that looks like the best remix of Old Town Road. That's the one I want to listen to. Like the, the <laughs> some kind of like dark trance version yes. of Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the joke. I'm good. <laughs> great, great, good content. Um, so, uh, oh god, where was I? 
Uh, oh, yeah, and here's where I write, I think this guy's past life error was that he just kind of sucked. And it turns out later, you know what? Not far off. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he, you know, he has these two girls, and he likes school whore uh, a lot. But, the, oh, yeah, that's another thing that's weird, is that he, he knows that the hot school girl is a whore, but he likes her anyways, but he hates mom whore. I don't know why. Mm. Um, so at this point, that's, this is when we get like, um, Pura Pura tells him like, Hey, why don't you just have fun? So he's like, yeah. So he buys some sweet kicks. <laughs> he gets some rad hair. Enjo Kosai girl is like, is like, damn, I'm putting this on the, on the gram. You look straight fresh. Mm-hmm. Very um, hip. Very hip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's pelvic fl- thrusting in public. <laughs> he's putting eyeshadow on. Um, Sam Raimi's influence will, will echo down the ages. I'll never stop being mad about Spider-Man 3. I, I just gotta let being it know. Mad? Being mad at the reception of Spider-Man 3. Um, I'll that never... one scene's funny. The rest of it's uh, not good. You know? No, 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 There's, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. It's all good. Oh, come on. <laughs> Dude, come on. all this stuff with Sandman is masterful. It's masterful. It's there's an entire silent three minute sequence. Armory truck. He he reconstitutes himself. Yes, that's fine. That's good. It's it's not fine. It's amazing. You they have the generic scene where he's like, "I'll be, I'll come back." You never Uh, hear for us. But the way it's framed and the way it's delivered, Ah, masterful. Butt ass. Who's the third? Oh yeah, Venom's in there. Come on, Venom. That's the only part of the movie that's an that's issue. Third of even, the movie. even that piece is good. Bah. Um, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. And his new style, Weird Girl, is not fucking having it. She's like, this is not you. Um, so then after that, it's Enko time. He stalks um, Whore Girl because she's dressed all. She's, she's in her Sunday best. She's walking around. And um, there is a long sequence where he's following her and her, her, and her escort. Or she's the escort, but you know the business, the salary man. Uh, he's following them way too close. Like fucking GTA mission failed. Yeah. He yeah. is. He's the only other person on the street, and he's ten feet behind them. Um, but uh, pulls a serious Chad mood and just Chad move and uh, and just grabs her and runs the fuck away from their love hotel. Um, yeah, I can't believe she she does like they go that far. They they run for so long before they stop. And like, there's a I, really long running sequence. And, yeah. it, and like, she's never like, hold the fucking phone. I'm no, about to go whoring. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah. To, I'm doing that whoring. Yeah, get it. You're, you're interfering with my fucking game, man. Also, gotta say, music during this sequence, not great. Mm. It's like guitar, bad guitar. It's um, weirdly like poppy and upbeat for a sequence yeah. that's them running through the rain to escape prostitution. Yeah, again, the style and like the artistic choices in this movie, not its strong suits uh-huh. at all. Um, so, um, then he, uh, he, yeah, he grabs her. He's like, why are you doing this? And she's like, I want to, I want to buy stuff with my pussy. Um, I just, yeah, it seems unrealistic. It, it just, I, that, it no, that really, that really happens. I don't, you know, that's a thing in Japan. I guess, I guess they uh, do have a long history of prostitution in their culture. No, Enjo Kosai. We're in high no, school. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, you know, it's different. Okay. It it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be different over there. Yeah, it does. It does do be different. Uh, 
Yeah, that, that 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 should have been a pretty intense, like, emotional scene, but it's just it was just directed uh, very boringly, you know. Yes. Um, but uh, she's like, "Hey, I, you know, you can pay me. You can buy me stuff." And he's like, "No." And he, well, he does think about it for like twenty seconds, which is, you know, you can't you can't be alpha all the time. But this is part does of ev- his- she does eventually get patrolled. I will say this is uh, part part of the like weird facial expression things. Um, yeah, they're not anime faces, you know, they're going for like a, like not realism, but like realist in the realism in the sense that they make the faces a little bit grosser by, by just like putting like a couple extra lines on there around the mouth, you know? Yeah. It's just, that's part of the frog face stuff. They all look like the doctor from, from index. There's a little bit of frogginess going on. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know. I'm. I might be. I. You say that you were like the less intelligent one because of your inability to. To it's, my thing is that I, my thing is that I can't do, I can't do riddles. Riddles are like uh, riddles are always about thinking outside the box, going back to the beginning. Lateral thinking, I, dude. Whereas I come up with the most convoluted way of 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 solving a conundrum or problem or whatever. Maybe I'm the plebe because I know I'm going to love whatever Makoto Shinkai's next movie is, even if it's like totally devoid of any substance. Cause it's I probably be will really too. Good. I've only seen gonna, one of his movies and I liked it. It's going to be so, it's going to look so good and, and it's going to be so pretty and it's going to be like the most basic shoujo plot ever. You watched the foot one, right? I've seen, I've seen garden words. Yeah. Uh, five centimeters per second. Your name and then Voices of a Distant Star, which is barely a movie. Children <laughs> but, who chase lost voices? Uh, no, that's a different thing. Okay. Is that him? Yes. No, of I, a, yeah, that's him. Is that? Okay. No, that's him. It's uh, Voices of a Distant Star. Uh, no, what, what am I thinking of? No, I saw... He made this movie that's basically a non-movie. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. The, no, the short version of... of uh, Voices of a Distant Star I've seen, which is like just basically the idea of time dilation, huh. um, but for, you know, a short period of time, whatever. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so then, yeah, he patrols her and then he goes for the fucking twofer, which even even uh, Puru Puru or whatever at that point is, is just like in his head, like, dude, stop. <laughs> You can't, you can't patrol this much in one day. Yes. Stop it. So yeah, he goes after his mom and is like, has 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 that flamenco dick taste? You cunt. <laughs> That's what my sub said. I don't know about yours. You know. Yeah, I mean, like this stuff works. Like for whatever reason, like the mom stuff works to me. It's really harsh, and I think I would follow him down that. But uh, yeah, seeing seeing moms cry, but then also, she you know she's so but subservient. All, but, but like also, it's, yeah, she's she's just a, a sad mom trying to help him. But then also she's cheating. But then also her husband's never there, and it just you know it just sucks. That's really tough to watch, and like I think that works. But but like there are other aspects of this movie that just don't. They make him completely irredeemable to me. Like the next scene, I think. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I guess I, I, I guess I feel you. Um, yeah, so he runs away from home, hangs out by a shrine, and gets beaten up by shrine thugs. Uh, they, they steal his kicks. Spe- speaking uh, of things that I don't buy, I don't buy it. You don't think that Japanese thugs would steal kicks? 
I don't I I don't think that this kid in the middle of the suburbs is going to get accosted by thugs who will steal his shoes. No. Yeah, I mean that's a weird plot device. That's that's just just very Japan of me. Like uh, of me, very very Japan. Where like this is what thugs are like, but I'm like no, <laughs> it's not. You don't have those. You don't have real thugs. Yeah, me. Yeah, probably not. At least not at shrines. Why are they hanging out by a shrine? I yeah. Know. Um. So he got the ship kicked out of him. He's covered in bandages. Uh, let me get the picture up of him in bandages. There you go. Uh, weird girl visits him in his house, and she's talking more about how weird he is. And he asks her what he used to be like, and she says how uh, how like quietly contemplative he was and he just whips out his porn and is like eh, you know there's no one like that he's you know i'm just a i'm just a horny lad um, uh, uh, and then uh, he forcibly mounts her and tells her she's ugly as shit i you you could do she's ugly but just th- this scene was so extreme that i i this is where i was officially tapped out i just i i couldn't like him anymore and it's not like i even have a super strong like oh rape rape star you know what i mean but i just thought that this scene was particularly mean-spirited and like you could have just done tell her she's ugly so she leaves you know what i mean and then that's like an opportunity to reveal a little bit of humanity where he's like oh you know maybe there's a bit far or whatever but this this was just really tough for me and i i kind of just stopped trying to like the movie at this point oh yeah um, i mean i didn't like him but that was sort of orthogonal to my sure sure my opinion of, of the of the movie because like he's basically supposed to be like i mean i was just sort of thinking of me as a 13 year old and i'm like fuck yeah man i mean i never mounted anyone <laughs> i guess i guess the thing um, for me is that you can have a, a character that is a complete motherfucker but is still somebody you're rooting for and like the movie Shame, it's a Steve, Steve McQueen movie, which is about like um, sex and porn addiction. Right. Yeah. Um, is a great example of this, where the main character is technically a lascivious motherfucker, and he's not even like particularly charismatic, but you feel the pain of the character. Whereas I feel like this is entirely externalized. Like there's never a point where I feel like I'm. I'm feeling with the character. I'm just feeling what the character is doing to other people. And that's the problem for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, is, yeah, I guess I wasn't... Yeah, I, I guess I just wasn't trying to, to empathize with him anymore because at this point I just said, like, yeah, this, is, this kid's just... Or this guy, whoever, you know, is, the soul is, is just kind of a bully and he's a weird mm. asshole. Um, and I was just waiting, like, is he gonna, you know, is he gonna learn? Is he gonna get better? And I think he kind of did, you know, uh, at least that's well, supposed to be. Honestly, uh, like, I, I guess that's just a hallmark of, of, uh, an interesting piece of media, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where, I also, I also just wonder if this, like, maybe this was just like, almost like a poor interpretation of, of what was in the book. Like maybe in the book, you know, it was supposed to be like, he actually like, was attracted to her and and then like at the last second was like uh just like uh you chickened out and just said ah you know you're ugly and then stopped or something oh yeah yeah, like, yeah that's a very good point it, like it could be internal like monologue that. would do a lot more you know what i mean like like an omniscient narrator saying like you know 
it's just the desire to have power over something. You know what I mean? Like that those are things that just can't be conveyed visually, unfortunately, or at least weren't conveyed visually here. Um, and I guess I have forgiven characters and books for much worse things than that. Um, and I, I, it's either a limitation of the medium or a limitation of the director's capabilities to where I, if those things existed in the book, they were not on screen for me here, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh. We got more chatters. Trent Brown says the worst. Uh, yeah. Shrine thugs praying the shrine beat up in the street. We can do better <laughs> than that. There's gotta be something that rhymes with, uh, okay. Let's see. Beat in the street is good. Hmm. Um, what's, what rhymes with shrine? Crime. Crime in the shrine, beat in the street. There you go. There you go, I guess. I don't know. Shrine thug motto. You just scold him. You scolded him for, do, for not having a great example. And then you just yourself provided an even worse one. <laughs> At least mine rhymed. Look, we're, we're dedicated to good content here. This is friendly. This is uh, this is constructive criticism. We're making all of our all of our uh, friends better. This is, self, this is a self help community. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> we're gonna get through this together, guys. Yeah, we're gonna we're get gonna through this together. It. That's what this movie's about. We're all going to make it, fam. We're going to lift each other up, and we're yes. going to get through. <laughs> um, um, buy my shrine, shrine thugs in disharmony. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, so, yes. Um, and this, yeah, at this point, I do write, well, this movie is cer- certainly making me want to kill myself. Um, which, I, you know, <laughs> which I was enjoying, I guess. I don't, okay. It, I don't know why. Uh, I guess I'm just goth now. I'm I'm still in my goth arc. Um, but I had a I was, friend who told me that Lincoln Park was emo the other day, and I threw fists. I mean, I bet a lot of kids who called themselves emo listen to Lincoln Park. There's a Venn diagram there for sure, but you know where where there's an overlap of those two things. But Lincoln Park itself is not emo. All right. No, I would agree with that. I'll throw um, fists. Yeah, but this is like this is the low point of the film where it's just like this kid's life sucks. I'm a piece of shit. Nothing's going well. If he doesn't if he doesn't complete his challenge, his soul is going to dissolve or whatever and Makoto actually will die. And um this is when I started thinking, why did why did Puri Puri or whatever tell him all those things at the beginning? Like wouldn't it have been more interesting if he had organically found out all this stuff about Makoto's life? Also, Anyways. that fucker disappears. He's gone for like a good forty five minutes here or whatever. Yeah, he's he leaves him to 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 figure things out. Uh but this is when big big comeback, baby. Uh it's it's time to um it's time for the what's the opposite of a I don't know. It's uh, we're it's turning things around because he, he meets train guy <clears throat> in a train station, and uh, they get to talking, um, and uh, he guy just starts talking about trains and yeah they're walking and it just keeps cutting to these sort of um, Photoshop filtered photographs <laughs> of of trains and Japanese landscapes from the 20th century, and I was like what the fuck my two emotions were why the fuck are you doing this and Holy shit, I love this. <laughs> like, not not just, just trains, but I trolleys. Just, like, yeah, trolleys. I just want to... He's like, don't you just want to ride on these old trolleys through the countryside? And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I just met like 
totally. I'm pretty sure heaven is just drinking beer and reading books on a train in Japan. That's, yeah. That was that was the best shit ever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can. I feel like you might get some bad looks if you drink beer on a train. Well, if, it was on the Shinkansen, but whatever. Uh, the oh yeah. Um, um, you know what I was thinking about was uh, uh, the the train, like the the decommissioned train that we got to see in Kyoto. It was Kyoto right? Pretty sure. Yes, um, that was in. That's in uh, in Kyoto Park. You can go into an yeah. old train. That was like heavenly because there's all these fucking kids running around having a great time and then there's like young couples there's, there's out couple, in the field. there's couples in the middle yeah. of this park field holding hands yeah i was like what walk the fuck? this trail and there's a big locomotive like spurting like you know black smoke with people on it go like two chewing behind you in this in this uh, on this track and god damn it was another place that's probably the most serene serene vision that I, I can recall from my time in Japan was like just mm. walking through Kyoto Park, which was just a, you know, a couple blocks away from where we were staying. Lovely. Um, uh, what was I talking about? Okay, so, yes, he's hanging out with Train Guy. Things are finally looking up. Um, and uh, then they start uh, being buds. Oh, the other thing that we didn't establish about Makoto is that even though like, you'd think, based on everyone's description of him, that he's, like, sort of a tortured, weird nerd genius, but he's really fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> is kind of what's interesting about him, is he's, his grades are terrible. He's, like, bottom of his class. Well, it, um, to the degree where it's not just, like, you're not applying yourself. Like, you gotta be actually kind of dumb. Yeah, no, he's just dumb. He can barely get into a high school, you know? Um, But... So yeah, him and and train guy are bonding over trains and how fucking stupid they are. Um and they're they're bike riding and uh they go into a sneaker shop by more kicks. Um then there's a scene where he goes fishing with his pops. Um and that's when he starts to sort of ease up on these tensions he has in his family cuz he starts to suspect like Ed eh, his dad probably knows about his mom's affair and maybe he kind of understands it and and he so he that 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 angst he has seems like it kind of eases up a little bit um and then i guess we do we do kind of resolve all of his all of his problems very quickly here with one conversation with each character yes he talks he talks to school whore for a bit and she's upset because of how fucked up she is and he's like eh that's okay and then (laughs) Uh, and then he that scene in particular I found to be pretty laughable. Like there's like a song going on in the background, and it's a uh, weird, it's a weird quick. And, and now he's like super wise. Like now he's gonna fucking talk this girl down. I don't think so. But that's but that's you don't know it yet. But that's him. He is coming back out his real personality because at the end of these scenes, weird girl says, "Hey, you're finally back to normal, right?" Mm. So like his mm-hmm. normal Makoto might sort of be poking at might be sort of turtle head and i guess point. it was i guess it was the, the the jarring you know kind of transition there i don't know and but then the climax here is his family sits him down and tells him that his, he's had his, he's had an older brother this whole time an older brother is a smarty pants he's going to some fancy school but at, di- at the dinner table they tell him that um his brother is going to 
put off taking his entrance exam, uh, I guess college entrance exam for a year, um, so that he can go to like this art school for like almost remedial art school for artists that's somewhat expensive. That's uh, that's a literally an exact plot line that occurs in Friday Night Lights, by the way. Amazing. <laughs> That's fucking, it's all back around. <laughs> Every time is a flat ass circle. Yeah, listen to me. You're going to go with that art school. You're going to fuck get that, that retarded message. girl in your class. And I don't you know care what? how ugly she is. I don't care if she keeps her glasses on or off. I don't care if she wants it. I do not care if she do, does not want it. All I know is that I will be taking my glasses off because I can't stand to look at her. Anyway. I want you to make beautiful brown IQ 63 babies with that retarded girl in your class. Look, we're that, good. We're aiming. girl. We're aiming to go so low on the IQ scale that we wrap back around. We're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a lot of people know this, man. Universal simulation. IQ is a 64-bit integer. You go down <laughs> below zero. You wrap back around. You're like 2 billion or something, man. You're like Lucy, 8 billion. 8 Lucy billion IQ. You become everywhere. I've seen this movie, Luke Besson, Lucy 2013. Look it up. Play football. <laughs> it's a it's a damn shame they interfered with his movie Leon the Professional. That underage sex scene would have been just beautiful. They made love and it was beautiful. There wasn't an underage sex scene in the there's movie. A, there isn't a screenplay. It's gone. Well, she was 18 in the screenplay. Uh, no, she that's was why they got rid in of the screenplay. It. No, and then the screen it was she was originally like 18, and that's why they removed the scene is because she was they changed it to be a little girl. I know this, I think. Damn. Uh, well, uh, according to the... I don't, know, don't worry about it. According to fucking screenpuke.com. They're all screen noun. They're all screen gross noun. Moviepoopshoot.com. Movieass.biz. <laughs> Speaking of movieass, holy fuck. Oh my uh, god. I, I, uh, I have a soft spot for Mr. Kevin Smith. I, I, I like him. What are you talking I, about? Mr. Kevin Smith. Who's, well, I don't know. You might know him as having directed Who's... Clerks, Chasing Amy. No, I'm not really. What's his name? Is he have, yeah, is it just Kevin Smith? It's, yeah, it's, you know, a bit of a generic name. Okay, we used to have a joke about, you, you would say who, and then you would say writer, director, Kevin Smith. That was the. Uh, it's, that's a long time for, ago. I can't believe you've forgotten our thing, man. What the fuck? No, 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 no you'll, underst- you'll understand why. Okay. Understand. Um, I have seen trailer for Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I watched that too. Now, I don't know the quality of those previous films. Oh mm. my lord. If I smoked weed, I would probably watch that trailer and be like, all right, yeah. No, no you can't smoke it. There's not enough weed on the planet to make me watch that. I was repulsed. I had to stop. I had to stop watching the trailer. It hurt me so much to watch. Is it, are they, is it really that much of a difference than from those previous movies? At least the other movies had a budget. <laughs> you know, like, oh, well. now, now he's filming with whatever people he's able to scrape together to make a movie, and so it's the, very painful. The first in this series was Mall Rats? The okay, characters so, were in Clerks, but the Mall yes. Rats was the first one with them, and then there was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. This, and then I'm, I assume this is in, this is in the Mall Rats universe, but also those universes intersect in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So... You do have characters playing multiple versions of themselves across different universes. It's uh, it doesn't really matter. It's this okay. universe, but is uh, Rats a Jay and Silent Bob movie, or are they also side characters? In the- there are side characters in it. They get a little oh, bit okay. more to do, but they are side characters. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, 
I think they really hit their stride in uh, in chasing Amy. But anyway, um, I it hurts me so much. <laughs> but worse than that, this was a one-two punch because before that was released, there was a trailer released for the movie that Jay directed. Because Jay of Jay and Silent Bob, Jason Mewes, directed his own movie called uh, um, what the fuck is it? Uh, Madness in the Method. Hmm. which is a movie starring himself and Kevin Smith in which it's a, it's him playing himself in real life and he learns to method act or something. And the trailer is actually physically painful to watch. It hurts me. Hmm. It hurts me. Yeah. That, I didn't, I wasn't crazy about the Jane silent Bob trailer. I liked it when the guy said, this son of a bitch has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We should tell a story about when we were camping, you said something to me, and I was so sure that it was a line from a Kevin Smith movie uh, that uh, that I just straight up asked you, like, what is that from? And you were like, no, I really said what, that. What was this? You remember this. Okay, you... so let me set the scene. Okay. We're in the, we're in the woods. Um, we've just finished our first night. We wake up. Uh, we go to the, we're in the cabin. We're making breakfast. And you're like whipping up some pancake batter and you walk over to me and you go, have you seen that video of that girl scrambling eggs in her asshole? (laughs) 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 I go, what is that? that Is that a line for something? You're like, no, I really, that's a real video. And I was like, that, how is that not a Kevin Smith movie line? It'll be, it'll be in the reboot. Because I can picture the whole conversation like, what? How do you scramble eggs in your asshole? And there's no way an asshole can get that hot, you know? Well, it's okay. Um, so there's a beating the eggs in the asshole. Yeah, not yeah, scramble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like a confusion. And then they get into the semantics of beating versus scrambling. And also whether or not that was her asshole in the first place. <laughs> you, ever, you see that video of that lady scrambling eggs in her asshole? Um, <laughs> uh, okay, back to the movie. Ah, shit. <laughs> Movie time. Uh, okay. So he's hanging out. Yes. Hanging out with train guy. And they, oh yes, his family. Right. So, um, his family offers to do this really nice thing for him, but he can't, he can't, uh, he can't do it because he wants to go to this, uh, this, uh, prive, wait, pub, pub, it's a public school. It's a public school, like a middling public school. No, they talk about the, the subs I had. They keep they keep acting like the public schools are the good one, and to be, and but he's only going to be able to get to a private school. I thought it was the opposite in Japan. No, no. Okay, mine was what, what it is is that he could the other uh, friend character can only get into a public school, and his family cannot pay for a private school. So, okay. main character wants to Makoto wants to go to a public school with his friend. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, him and his friend both want to go to this, like, uh, kind of shitty, but they still have to study a bunch together to get into it, school together. And he can't, uh, so he can't go through with going to the art school. And uh, did you at least like this scene? I mean, come on. It was so, so powerful. He, you know, he, he uh, you know, he refuses this really, really nice thing, like, this I, whole have, movie, look, I feel like this captured a really a really specific part of being like this age which is like everyone is trying to help you out and be so nice to you and you're 
just an asshole all the time and like you can't help it. I, uh, I this scene is this scene is effective and good. But I had this is not a joke. This scene just occurred in Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Actually, that is every arc. That is every arc for every character in the third season when they're writing a whole bunch Ta- of characters Ta- Taylor, off the show. Taylor Kitsch is crying, being like, he's my only friend. I just want to go to school with him. I'm um, sorry. Actually, Taylor Kitsch's girlfriend wants to go to school with him, but then her father makes him go to a or makes her go to a better school because she can get into a way better school than what he's going gotcha. to. And then also, um, Tim Tim Riggins. Uh, he opts to not go to college at all because college isn't for him in the first place. So it's a lot of analogs between Friday Night Lights here. It's handled better in Friday Night Lights. You're just going to see everything in Friday Night Lights terms for the next month or two. I have, I have heard more of Kyle Chandler's sweet, sweet, sultry voice in the past seven days than I've heard of my own mother's for the past three years. Nice. Um, but I like that scene a lot because it's just like he's just been angsty and a jerk to pe- these people this whole movie, and and they're still just trying to help him, and he feels terrible, and he and he, and he breaks down. Um, but they accept his decision because he explains about how he finally made a friend, and uh, and that's kind of that, that's kind of the uh, the climax. And then finally, um, he uh, he has one last talk with Weird Girl, uh, who says that uh hey you're you know you're finally back to your normal your normal self and that's probably when it should have clicked for me but once again i'm just just right over me mm. uh so uh piparu pamu come up calls him up to the roof <laughs> pom poco yeah pom you pom you uh kiaru pom you pom you calls him up to the roof and um just says like all right it's time to cough it up you got to explain what, what, you know, what you did in your past life. Mm-hmm. And that's when we get, oh, my God, he is Makoto. He killed himself. That was his thing. Oh, my gosh. It got, you know, I was like, okay. Yeah, I should have got that, but it was still good. I like No, it. no, it's just, it's, yeah, no, I, I, your explanation of why you have enjoyed this movie makes complete sense to me. Like, I, okay. I, 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 uh, it just seems like a difference in taste. And not like a well, fundamental. At least, we, at least we finally have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, uh, I, I guess we, we we got different things out of it, and we're willing to give the movie different amounts of leeway. And I honestly, if you would ask me yesterday, it's like you guys are going to disagree on this movie. Who's who likes it and who hates it? I'd be like, I'm going to like it, and he's going to hate it. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, expectations subverted. Yeah, it broke new ground. And then the last scene is him and his bud, and he's wearing this coat that his mom got for him that he wasn't wearing earlier, and now he's wearing it. And they're hanging out on this bridge and laughing, and uh, and uh, uh, Poco Raton sends him a text message. <laughs> Palm Pilot hits him up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pecorino shoots him a shoots him a text. And says, uh, are you alive? And he, he looks out, out over the bridge and he's like, I am alive. And I was like, fuck, man. Damn. Nice. Damn. I, I thought the flashback stuff of him that basically explains to the audience, like, this is the sequence of events was superfluous. 
And then yeah, because I was really. so, I was so. If there was, again, if there was directorial competence, it could have been like a really intense, like everything's coming back to me, like my whole life's flashing before me, you know, all my memories are returning. But instead, it's just like, here's a bunch of stuff you already know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I, it just comes down to me thinking that a lot of these ideas are strong and they just could have been done differently. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, 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 uh, uh, the, the, like by the point he gets that text message, I'm already so removed and just kind of d- disliking the movie to where I'm like, fuck this, fuck yeah. you. Don't send okay. him that text. <laughs> don't, don't fucking, don't, don't fucking send everywhere. him that message. Big pimpin. Stay away. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I, 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 I did like basically a 180 on this movie. I think hmm. that la- that second half just got me good, fam. I thought I was gonna like the movie the second we met the the uh, Shoko or whatever her name is, but uh, she was my she was my my guiding light throughout this. She was what kept mm-hmm. me going. I did yes, it for you her. Don't have, you don't have enough train autism. <laughs> no, that's... have eternal respect for the train autists. Yes. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, you know, uh, you know what I didn't, well, you know what I probably should have, another thing I should have picked up on, these are all live action voice actors. These aren't anime voice actors. Really? These are, these are actor actors, which is why they all sound not anime. Again, this is barely anime. This is, uh, so it's, it's acted somewhat, uh, again, another thing that's kind of muted in this movie. So I don't know. Is that, yeah. uh, yeah, all right. Well, there you have it. We disagreed. Holy shit. People said we couldn't do it. We finally did it. And, that, and you know what that means? Now we have to duel. Uh-huh. With guns. Uh-huh. And I think so that means we just have to watch... We have to watch more stuff that we both like because we have to patch up this fractured friendship. Yeah, now we have to, we have to bridge the divide. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be our Batman Bridge the divide 2020. <laughs> it's We're going to finally mend this. I mean, people said that, I mean, this is the last bastion of unity that exists in this world is us always liking the same shit. But, uh, but now there's nothing to hang on to. The election cycle is coming around, (laughs) (laughs) climate change is rampant, and uh, it seems like there's no hope left. But together, I'm sure we'll be able to settle our differences and overcome we will be able to colorful. Oh. <laughs> um, Sorry, I, don't, gonna... I can't laugh at that joke. I don't find you funny now. Oh, that fucking full fuck you, buddy. Yeah, we just got to watch more, I guess, like uh, weird family dramas, uh, <laughs> I guess, because that'll get us that'll get us real fisticuffs action. You know, it makes me want to do fisticuffs. Oh, Hobbs and Shaw. We got to see it, man. I Gotta don't want to see it. I don't what? know. If it'll, I don't think it'll be good. Oh, did you see the robot motorcycles? Uh, when's that movie with Will Smith coming out where he has to kill his clone, his young clone? Yo, your that looked like amazing. That's wild, dude. The, the dialogue is almost like that. It's <sighs> like if uh, it, you think you know the, the real you, but I am the one that knows the you that you are. No, what? Oh, what, what's what's the line in that trailer? He goes like. You you used a person to make another person or something like that. It's it looks incredible. It could it could be Lucy level if what's in that trailer is uh Thank you, Ang Lee. Thank you. Is that him? Yes. 
Thanks, Alan. Um, okay, does that how you like your new place? I didn't ask you that. Um, I before I, this is bad timing. I have to pee really bad. Okay, we'll, 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 just, we'll just end the episode. No, we just we're done. You have to. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the place is good. In case anybody was wondering, not to leave you guys in suspense. Great, I'm gl- glad to hear it. All right. Um, I guess uh, I'll take us out then. Did you have any songs that you wanted to uh, wanted us to be taken out on? Because right now I just have uh, Terry Davis singing along to a street guitar player very poorly because I love Terry. I was thinking about Terry again, as I do most days. Sounds like a good thing to go out on. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys uh, on on the flip flop. Keep it colorful. All right, you go pee, buddy. Ah, I gotta pee! See ya. I have seen the sun. Puck Finn had the bun. Phone book. Oh, no, where? Okay, ready? This isn't keep gonna going, keep going. get us copyright stricken. I have seen the sun. Puck Finn had the bun. But Shit, keep going. Ready? I have seen the sun. Huck Finn had the fun. I'm hit, BB gun. Go, dogs, go. Phone book, unaware. High tree, higher chair. Uh, still talk, Philly mare. Go, dogs, go. Roll in, down and out. Fairground, scream and shout. Axel out. Go, dogs, go. Ready to keep going. I have seen the sun. Huck Finn had the fun. I'm hit, BB gun. Go, dogs, go. Phone book, unaware. High tree, higher chair. Fill filler mare. Go, dogs, go. Keep going. Roll in, down and out. Fairground, scream and shout. Axel out. Go, dogs, go. Keep going. Here, finally, it was the final one. Ready? I have seen the sun. Huck Finn had the fun. I'm hit, BB gun. Go. Dogs go. High tree, higher chair. Phone book, unaware. Still talk, Philly bear. Go. Dogs go. Roll in, down and out. Fairground, scream and shout. Axel out.